one, and we are live, people of the world. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of Marketing as a Foreign Language. Today on the show, Facebook dating launches. What could that mean for humanity? Who knows? Facebook neighborhoods, an attempt to fight against next door. Trump's Twitter hacked, was it? Was it not? YouTube can't fit all the political ads. There's just too many. LinkedIn offers new ad retargeting for my entrepreneurial nerds. TikTok explains video removals. Why the heck was my TikTok removed? I'll tell you why. Snapchat can scan food labels. That's kind of cool. Augmented reality continues. And more scams crop up. So what to be aware of in this, the greatest year ever in the history of ever 2020. Show starts now. Oh yeah, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's when we're live. Join us for the live show. Just swing on uh, to YouTube and punch in marketing as a foreign language. There we are today. Facebook dating launches. This from TechCrunch.com. Facebook's dating bolt-on to its eponymous. Wow. Social networking service has finally launched in Europe more than nine months after an earlier launch plan was derailed at the last minute over privacy concerns. This is why it will not work. I think Facebook dating is just destined to fail. Why am I so negative about Facebook dating? Because I feel like having a nice border, uh, you know, a nice wall between uh, your uh, Facebook existence and, say, your Tinder existence makes a lot of sense to me. Call me crazy. Watch it be the most successful dating app in the history of all apps. I feel like Facebook might be successful in, like, the 45-plus demo, but maybe not so much uh, in the 44 or less demo. From today, European Facebook users can opt into Facebook dating by creating a profile at facebook.com slash dating. Oh, I'm sorry, Americans. It's not for you quite yet. Quote, among the dating's products, main features are the ability to share stories on your profile, a secret crush feature that lets you select up to nine of your Facebook friends or Instagram followers who you'd like to date without them knowing, unless they also add you. Wow. So you can just run around hitting the crush button and uh, see if they add you, triggering a match notification. The ability to see people with similar interests. Uh, if you add your Facebook events and groups to your dating profile and a video chat feature called virtual dates. Oh, man. You know what? Uh, virtual dating is a huge industry. And uh, Facebook is trying to, you know, make money. So I don't blame them for this. And it'll probably be successful despite uh, how much I, I want it to fail. I don't know why I'm so against Facebook dating. I just feel like it uh, it uh, it violates all that is good in the world, and it just seems like a very 2020 sort of thing. Facebook neighborhoods, in the same week that it was reported that Nextdoor is reportedly gearing up to go public, this from marketingweek.com, Facebook has started to test a Nextdoor clone neighborhoods, which suggest Facebook-generated neighborhood groups uh, local for you to join in your area. Have you been on Nextdoor? I was on Nextdoor uh, for uh, a few months, and it's just a lot of people complaining. Uh, they're just whining a lot on Nextdoor, and uh, I am not a big fan. Uh, there was actually one Nextdoor post. I never get involved on social in these ridiculous fights that people have, but there was one that I just couldn't help myself. And I was talking about some kids. There are some teenagers by my house, and I think they're smoking. It was the big complaint, and how dare they? And this person was just livid about these teenagers. And uh, I simply said, this is all I said, I said, 
Has anyone talked to them? And this lady lost her mind. She's like, I am not going to go talk to these kids. It's dangerous. And fine. That's fine. That's fine perspective. Okay. You know what? If it were me, I would just be like, hey, guys. You know? And if they're, like, smoking weed near my house and there's kids around, I would talk to them. You know? I'd be like, hey, you know, we got some kids over there. Can you guys, you know, maybe find another spot? Like, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Anyway, people on Nextdoor think it's a huge deal. Uh, back to the article, quote, more than ever, people are using Facebook to participate in their local communities to help make it easier to do this. We're rolling out a limited test of neighborhoods, a dedicated space within Facebook for people to connect with their neighbors. Yeah, when they say connect with their neighbors, what they're really saying is for people to yell at each other about ridiculous things. Every now and then, uh, next door, uh, you know, is a shining beacon of hope. And they're like, I lost a dog. Someone found it. Yay. That's good. Next door. But uh, Yeah. Hey, Lanasia Kautzman's in chat. She says, next Hallmark TV movie, a boy falls in love with girl in a Facebook group. That is very true. Made for TV movie, Facebook love, romance in Facebook. Uh, Facebook said that Neighborhoods currently is only live in Calgary. Why is America not getting into the good stuff? Because they're afraid it's going to be terrible. That's why. That's why Facebook dating is rolling out in Europe and uh, why Facebook Neighborhoods are only live in Calgary. Because uh, they're like, eh, it's Calgary. Trump's Twitter hacked. Businessinsider.com, an ethical hacker told Dutch media on Thursday, an ethical hacker, what's that even mean? That he had broken into U.S. President Donald Trump's Twitter account by guessing Trump's password to be MAGA2020. The White House denied the claims and Twitter said it had seen no evidence the account had been breached, so it's probably not true. Uh, motherboard reporter Joseph Cox also cast doubt on the hacker's account of the breach pointing out discrepancies in the screenshot he gave allegedly accessing the account. So there's a good chance it's just total uh, total B, you know what. YouTube can't fit all the political ads. Less than two weeks before the US election, some political campaigns are dealing with an unexpected obstacle on YouTube, the internet's largest video site. There isn't enough space to run the ads. <laughs> YouTube's a pretty big place, but apparently not big enough. Campaigns have flooded YouTube, owned by Alphabet Inc.'s Google. This is from DetroitNews.com. With commercials in search of voters, they may not be reaching on television. Yet, despite its nearly endless supply of video clips, YouTube has been struggling to place these ads in front of the desired audience. Just too much politics in 2020. Quote, the site has a particular shortage of ad slots in critical swing states, which has led prices to double. Yeesh. In some instances, you would assume the prices would go up. This makes political ads more lucrative for Google, which saw advertising revenue dip earlier this year and is set to announce its quarterly earnings next week. But it has also sent smaller campaigns scrambling to find advertising opportunities elsewhere. So here's the deal. Uh, YouTube is uh, going to make a ton of money off of political ads, unsurprisingly. And uh, they probably should have seen this coming probably not going to go uh, in the other direction anytime soon. But uh, yeah, this year just will not end. And apparently, if uh, you're into politics in October, expect to pay twice as much. LinkedIn offers new ad retargeting. Okay, demandgenreport.com. The ability to grow attendees through personalized event recommendations and automatic notifications is new on LinkedIn. There are sponsored content single image ads that are new, lead collecting registration forms, and the ability to retarget event attendees. I mention this because uh, if uh, you are thinking about LinkedIn as an ad platform, they are continuing to reinvent themselves 
and there are a lot of opportunities there. So growing attendees for a, vir a virtual event might be something to consider. Um, and the lead collecting of registration forms that compile the names and emails of event registrants. Registrants, wow. Allowing users to capture leads directly from event signup landing pages. So have you considered uh, running an event? Um, I am uh, actually keynote speaking today at an event called uh, Systems Summit. Um, and that particular event, I pre-recorded my speech for like 40-ish minutes. Anyway, the uh, registration um, and virtual events continue um, despite COVID and all that sort of stuff. So the ability to retarget event attendees, yeah, we get it. Esther Sass in chat, well, you have to add in foreign countries who don't advertise on television. Russia, if you're listening. Thank you, Esther. Thank you for that. TikTok explains video removals. TikTok is announcing that it will give you at least a vague idea of why your video is gone by naming the specific policy it fell afoul of. That's pretty similar to how other companies do it. Um, so TikTok, obviously a little bit behind the curve on this. Um, they're finally, finally letting people know why it is that they are removing videos. This from TheVerge.com, quote, as before, you'll be able to submit an appeal. Maybe you'll have some idea what you're appealing now. TikTok says it's been experimenting with these notifications for a few months and that appeals have actually gone down by 14%. Yeah, you know, TikTok. Snapchat can scan food labels. This, I think, is uh, pretty interesting. Um, Snapchat is adding food and wine labels to its visual search lineup. The app's in-app camera can now scan packaged food and wine labels to surface nutritional info and tasting notes. So imagine you're walking around and you got the wine label in front of you. Boom. Um, you can get all sorts of information about that. I think this is going to become more ubiquitous as we see augmented reality in the form of lenses wearing on our face. Um, it's interesting for now, but taking out your phone, scanning, that sort of stuff. Some people are into it, some people are not, but um, the fact that you can actually get some additional information is pretty cool. Um, Snapchat heading in the right direction. Uh, this from Engadget.com. The features are similar to what you'd find in a standalone food and wine app. Point the camera at a barcode and Snapchat will display some basic nutritional details as well as an analysis of its relative health benefits. Ooh, I think that's actually very cool. Um, provided by the nutrition app Yuka. So they have partnered. Likewise, scan a bottle of wine and you'll get a pop-up from wine app Vivino with a price rating and some tasting notes. Uh, if you're like me, you buy wine based on how pretty the label is and whether or not it says Napa Valley. Now, you can uh, get some reviews and actually understand the wine a bit better. And obviously, this goes for food as well. Uh, more scams are cropping up, unsurprisingly. This from, this from Freep.com. More people are reporting losing money to scams that started on places like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, and Twitter, according to a new report by the Federal Trade Commission. Such complaints more than tripled in the past year with a sharp increase in the second quarter of 2020, according to FTC data. Hot scams often involve online shopping, romance scams. Ah, here come the scams on Facebook. You better believe that Facebook dating is just going to be ripe with scams and supposed economic relief or income opportunities. I always get these calls uh, where they say it's the IRS and there's all these issues and I know it's not them. Ridiculous. <laughs> Excuse me. To better address complaints, the FTC has launched a new website, reportfraud.ftc.gov. Check it out, where consumers can report a scam 
whether they have lost money or not. So live show every day, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join us. If you have any questions, multiple ways that you, you can send them to us, info at senditrising.com. That's info at senditrising.com. We can feature your question on the show. You can give us a call, 702-263-0141. You can download the podcast, available on Spotify and iTunes. Let's summarize Facebook dating. I don't know. I can see it being really ugly. Not surprised that they're only launching this in Europe. It feels like a money grab to me. It feels like it's outside of Facebook's wheelhouse, uh, but time will tell whether or not it is a success. Facebook also trying to be a Nextdoor clone. Um, I'm not a big fan of Nextdoor. I understand that they're generating revenue. Um, there are a few moments uh, where Nextdoor is interesting and heartwarming and cool, but mostly it is a dumpster fire of angry people. Uh, Trump's Twitter hacked. No, I really don't think it was. YouTube can't fit all the political ads in. Well, it just goes to show that this year will not end. Um, everybody is uh, pouring all of their resources into this election. It is interesting, though. If you look at it for kind of what it is um, and you just step back and watch it, um, it has been a very interesting um, election cycle, and I'm very interested in seeing who uh, will be the winner. LinkedIn offers new ad retargeting. Don't forget about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly improving their uh, offering. That being said, um, maybe focus on an event. Could be something interesting uh, to consider. Um, again, I have an event today, so we're going to see how that's going to go. TikTok explains video removals. Yeah, they're behind the curve on this one, but they're finally doing it. We talked about CEO Jack Dorsey with Twitter um, uh, apologizing twice for not really explaining why they removed a tweet. Um, these companies, massive social media companies, are going to have to be much more transparent when it comes to these things moving forward. They caught a lot of flack for that. And then uh, Snapchat, you can scan food labels. Kind of neat. Um, get some nutritional information. Um, Snapchat adding um, some depth, you could say, to their app. Good for them. And uh, more scams crop up. Be wary of them, you know, because the older you get, the more you might fall victim to these. It's easy, I think, you know, like 20 years ago to be like, why would you pick up the phone? And how, you know, or like the first time, like like a 70-year-old back in 1995 got an email from a Nigerian prince or something saying they won the lotto or whatever, and they fell for it. And you go, oh, how can you possibly fall for that? You're not getting any younger. So the scams, you know, and scammers, they're going to continue to be inventive. So it is important that uh, you keep ahead of the curve on that one. Anyway, uh, very much appreciate everyone swinging on by for the show today. Uh, had a quick one for you in, out, and on our way. Um, do appreciate it. And we will check you next Monday for the next thrilling episode of Marketing as a Foreign Language. See you then. Bye-bye.